Hello everyone, welcome to Mind-Blowing Health Moments of Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We make these videos so that you can understand keto, low-carb, basically living a better life. And Patrick finds interesting articles, videos, podcasts. We discuss them to try to help you guys to navigate the world of information that's out there on these topics. We want to make sure that you guys have the best mental health and physical health to enjoy your life. So what do we have today, Patrick? Today we have, today we're going to talk about kids. Like uh, in past videos, we already chatted about like our teens, how we try to bring them to like having a better health. And I did find an article like uh, that piqued my curiosity and I thought we would discuss it today. Okay, children. So, children. So uh, it was an article from The Insider labeled, uh, titled, uh, The Keto Diet is Becoming More Popular for Kids, but Nutritionists Warned It Can Be Incredibly Risky for Them. So... Let's see if really how risky it can be, you know, like. Okay, so. I'm I'm waiting to hear. Yeah. Uh, so the, the 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 three like three um starting points of the article. The trendy keto diet like encourages eating lots of fats, moderate protein, and fewer carbs. Uh, proponent says it can help with weight loss by forcing the body to burn fat for energy. So I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> it's not high. It's not like a lot of fat, moderate fat. But like second hypothesis, uh, the keto trend has uh, has become so popular. Some parents are encouraging it for the whole family. Uh, how tos for getting kids on the keto diet are popular online, and a cookbook, Keto Kids, was published this summer. So. I think the thing that I want to point out just right away, listening to the beginning of this video, mm. uh, this article, is that I doubt that they're in favor of this. But the thing I'm going to say is, mm. and, and this is for every parent. You know, like I said, this is a, a channel about being healthy in general. So this is for every parent. If I know that eating processed sugar is bad for me, why would I feed it to my kid? Yeah. If I know that over the course of years, eating a lot of fruits and vegetables cause damage to my body, why would I push that on my kids, mm. right? Am I gonna say you're never gonna uh, feed your kid a, a vegetable or a fruit? Of course not. They're not in the metabolic situation that adults are in because first of all, they're still growing. So their bodies are actively seeking energy and using large amounts of energy compared to us. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that always amazes me, you know, I used to work in a daycare. And um, when I would see the amount of food that a three, four-year-old kid could put away sometimes, it would blow my mind. And then like a few days later, you start to see like, you know, the kids in a growth spurt, mm -hmm. right? And when kids are in a growth spurt, like the food they're putting down, and then the next month, few, like months or two that you see, like they just kind of, an inch happens, yeah. right? So our body knows what to do with what we give it. So. Mm. I think the thing that we make, I'm sorry, the thing we make the mistake of doing is we don't follow our kids' appetite. Yeah. If I'm feeding my children, and, and so, I mean, I feel like my history allowed me to do this better than a lot of people because when I was a kid, I was force-fed and I hated it. Hmm. So I never force-fed my daughter. If she wanted to eat, she ate. And if she didn't want to eat, she didn't eat. And guess what? There was never the story that I ever found where she ate nothing. She always ate some, and then you'd see she just wasn't hungry anymore, and she stopped eating, and she'd go do something else. And my daughter didn't chase candy. My daughter didn't chase sweet things at all. 
So I feel like if we just follow our kids, mm -hmm. we would do so much better at this, but we think mm -hmm. we're smarter than the human body. And we push foods on our kids because we are told it's better for them without any real, mm. like, I mean, honestly, the evidence right now is playing out that yeah. all this carbs was not better for us. So. I was just about like to point out that you, we still cannot deny that the, the the proportion of obese kids like we have nowadays compared to maybe 20 years to, to 30 years ago even like is uh, is, is way higher. It's much higher. We have a so, lot of obese so children. The, and and part of like, the problem is that we start them off on yeah. formula instead mm -hmm. of breast milk. The fat ratio of formula is almost zero. Mm -hmm. The fat ratio of breast milk is much, much higher. It's like 50%, yeah. I believe. Like, again, you know, we are doing things that are against our our physiology, and then we're getting upset that we're we're overweight. Mm. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Let's me let me continue with the. This, what I the like about this article is I think that they're trying to help. I hope that they're trying to yeah. help for us to get our kids on a better track. I'm just mm. worried where they're going to take. I don't know. The third hypothesis. Okay. Uh, the third like uh, starting point of the article. However, nutritionists says okay. Uh, nutritionists say it can be dangerous dangerous to put children and teens on such a restrictive diet leading to nutritional deficiency deficiencies uh disordered eating and long-term health problems so that's like, okay so one thing i'm going to add to that is that although my daughter was a healthy weight and is still a healthy weight i have worked with people who have young people who their doctors have told them that their young people are overweight and what's the first thing they tell them they're eating too much fat cut the fat out mm. so again it's It's selective. When you're saying take sugar out, oh, it's a restrictive diet. But when you're saying take the fat out, there's nothing wrong with that. Hmm. The truth is, it's reverse. Yeah. Taking the sugar out is healthy. Taking the fat out ends up causing so many problems because you have to have sugar there. It's the only other fuel source, mm -hmm. right? Because again, protein is not a fuel source. It's a building block. We have to keep that in mind. So again, I'm just pointing that out because I feel like I almost, I'm always frustrated when I hear that line. Yeah, yeah. I think it's not something. It's not something that taking the fat out is gonna. It's not something you're gonna see like in two years, in three years with those teens. It's probably gonna take like us, like maybe 30 years of of eating that way to get into some kind of um, of metabolic. Uh, no, I'm talking about no. And, I'm talking about when I have people in my office who have a seven year old that weighs over a hundred oh, yeah, pounds okay. and the doctor is telling them stop giving the kids so much fat oh, yeah. and it doesn't make sense that's not what's mm. making this child overweight no, it's all yeah. the i mean yes they're told them not to eat chips and candy and whatever but they're also putting them on a yeah. fat restricted diet mm. not understanding that it's not the fat that's causing the problem mm -hmm. so this kid is still being loaded up with potatoes and carrots and onions in their food and, and probably worse yeah but i'm just talking about the, the mm. foods that are healthy mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah, quote yeah. unquote LT, healthy yeah. it's okay for them to have mashed potatoes but they can't have a chocolate bar mm. yeah okay so an uh, interesting fact like like well, I, i think they, they said it in the opening uh, in the opening hypothesis but the search term keto keto for kids like it's an all-time high for google in last uh, last january of last year i'm not sure oh Probably i just like found out what i'm labeling this video So <laughs> keto for kids. Yeah. So I did find it interesting. So, so I think parents are becoming maybe more aware and interested to better feed or at least like have kids that are in better health. Um, and that should always be our goal. Yeah. Always. Like I, again, I'm, 
I'm happy yeah. to hear that that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, like right off the bat, like kids, uh, kids and teens have different nutritional needs than adults. Like we just like said that, and uh, registered dietitians, like we know like about those, uh, warned that it's generally not recommended for them. Then, like for them, talking about the keto, limiting carbs can not only deprive kids of necessary nutrients, but also increase risk of eating disorders. So, okay, here's the cool. interesting thing. There's, and, there's you know, no, again, like... I'm going to just say that conversations that I've had with parents in my office and even conversations that I had when I was working at the daycare. So just like just, you know, balancing this out, because mm -hmm. I remember talking to parents in the daycare and myself being concerned and just talking to them about the fact that, you know, kid doesn't really eat lunch like the kid would like if, if we give them pasta with meat and what the only thing leaving the plate is the pasta if we give them rice and both only thing leaving the plate is the rice mm. and you know just suggesting to them maybe talk to the new their, their diet their pediatrician is this okay i remember having a conversation with someone who was re, re, um telling me that you know in their home they try to eat really healthy but in the other parents home the kid could get away with having ice cream for supper. The kid could get mm. away, like, if they wanted to just eat junk food all day while they're the other parent, it was no problem. And having pediatricians mm. say, that's not really going to do anything right now. They're growing. The yeah. But what about the building blocks that yeah. you're using to make your body? Why don't we think that this is important? If I'm building my body on cookies and ice cream mm. half the time, is that really great? Is, yep. is that is that not pushing me towards an insulin resistance situation even if i'm a kid i mean there's only so much of that you can do mm -hmm. if it's your meal right am i saying that i'm gonna freak out if one day my kid only had ice cream and that's all they ate for the no because it's one day mm -hmm. but if it's a repeated thing that's happening all the time you need to start to ask yourself what kind of first of all what kind of healthy food mm -hmm relationship are you teaching your child to have is that really a healthy food relationship but also what are the building blocks that this child is mm -hmm. this child young person eventually young adult eventually adult yeah. is going to have to build their body are they going to have the strength the flexibility um the joint uh, uh strength and and positives to be able yeah. to live their life to 80 90 100 110 maybe right mm -hmm. like we're getting older and older as we move forward we want our bodies to last us as long as medical science is able to push us forward. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Um, another, like, uh, point of that author, like, I think she's talking about, like, uh, the keto flu at some point and say, like, and, and, and basically saying, can you imagine, like, a, a kid in school with keto flu? But, like, more talking about like keto flu is something like permanent with keto people like it's gonna last like a couple of days i don't know like how long it can last in a teen or uh a, a young like a young so here's kid. the funny but thing about a kid doing keto and and i'm i'm just i'm sitting here thinking to myself if my child so go back in time when my kid would have been you know four because that's when she started eating candy so let's mm -hmm. say back then if i would have never pushed this idea that she could have candy she would have lived her entire life hmm. not having any candy from mom. Mm -hmm. She would have probably still been able to have candy at grandma's. Okay. She probably would have still been able to have candy. She went to a friend's house because I doubt I would have said, you're never allowed to have candy. I just wouldn't have bought it from my house hmm. because that's not the way that we eat. Right now, 
maybe there would have been some certain rules about certain things because I didn't allow soda, whether it was my house or my mom's house, yeah. or, right? I didn't allow soda. That was a different story. But a candy here or there, like, but why was I able to do that? She didn't like candy, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't yeah. a big deal. I think the thing that's really interesting is that if you start your kid off like this, their palate is going to suit whatever you've been eating. Again, I, I referenced Asia. The people in Asia find things delicious that we taste and go, really? And vice versa. When they mm -hmm. come here, they're like, really? Right? So why do we think it would be different for our kids? If they were just raised eating this way, they just eat yeah. that way. Now, the other thing I'm going to say is that, again, flexibility. Young people are growing. Yeah. So even if they went to grandma's, like my daughter does, my daughter goes to grandma's and she'll have rice or pasta or whatever. Interestingly enough, I noticed she's finishing less and less and less of it mm -hmm. because her tastes are changing, yeah. right? And she'd much rather eat the vegetables and, and the vegetables that they are eating are not even sweet vegetables because it's not potatoes. It's broccoli and mm -hmm. cauliflower and cabbage. So she, well, she doesn't like cabbage, yeah. but um, bean sprouts. And yeah. she'd much rather eat those things. Her tastes are changing. Mm -hmm. We're so worried yeah. that, that, that they're going to have, I mean, they're not going to have keto flu. Um, so the only way that you'd actually have repeated bouts of keto flu is <laughs> if you keep allowing out. yourself mm. to come out of ketosis and jump yeah. back in. But here's the interesting thing. I think that for the majority of adults doing keto and having a ketogenic style household, we're still not pushing our kids to be no. full keto. They're more likely doing low carb, yeah. right? Because first of all, their bodies are growing. They're going to use the energy very quickly. But second of all, like, although I will, I will say, if your kid wants to be keto and is eating keto and is happy to do it, do it. You have to keep in mind, you mm. eat the sugar, the sugar affects you. It yeah. doesn't matter if you're thin. You eat the sugar, mm. the sugar affects you. So in all fairness, when my daughter tells me like she did yesterday that I just want meat for supper, I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm not but, mad but, because yeah. when you eat the sugar, the sugar affects you. But I'm happy you, you bring this up because like the next paragraph is talking about um, brain development. You know, brain like still favors um, carbs instead of fat. For, no, for we don't know that actually. What we but, know is that the brain has small amount of parts of it. So a few, a few parts of it that favor carbs. Mm -hmm. your, your whole brain, the majority of it actually runs very well on ketones. ketones okay. Think Alzheimer's. That's why people who have Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. when you feed them ketones, actually come back and mm -hmm. can kind of can can be with us again it's because their brain actually can fun function on those ketones okay so which is don't... a you know nice thing mm -hmm. for people to know <clears throat> if you so, have someone in your life that has alzheimer's yeah and we know that like our body can make the carbs we need so yeah. there's no really issues even for a teen in full development yeah that's the other thing that, it, that yeah. don't that that don't that doesn't want to eat like uh carbs so if you're no, if like, your kid we, wanted to be carnivore yeah if your kid wanted to be carnivore their mm. body will still produce carbohydrates for their brain for their blood cells because the other thing that you know it's amazing to me people are so worried about our brain but your blood cells mm. <laughs> right like it's important that everything that needs sugar needs to have the sugar mm -hmm. right but we, we we keep ignoring the fact that we make it um okay what about like uh vitamin b vitamins f 
folate, potassium, magnesium, like seems to say here that it's all things that we would find in uh, legumes, in uh, um, uh, sweet potatoes, fruits, veg like vegetables, starchy stuff. First of all, the idea that we get no vitamins from meat is false because animals eat vegetation. So I'm starting there. But the other thing I'm going to point out is when you're doing a ketogenic lifestyle, you still eat vegetation. I really, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I find it so frustrating that people keep confusing keto and carnivore. Yeah. They're two different things. And even when you do carnivore, you still get the vitamins and minerals that yeah. you need because the animals are eating those things. Right? Would I acknowledge that if you're doing carnivore, it's even more important for you to eat animals that were pasture-raised? Yes, because you want them to have eaten the right foods before they were slaughtered. And the other thing I'm going to point out is that if you're doing carnivore, you would want to make sure that you're eating nose or nose to tail, right? You want to get the brain. You want to, you want to eat all the pieces of the puzzle to make sure that you're getting all the things that you need. We're not doing that. We're doing keto yeah. and low carb, right? And if you're doing this with your kid, chances are you're going to be doing keto and low carb. So, but even if you were doing carnivore, all it means is that you need to be giving that kid liver, giving that kid brain, giving that kid kidney. Like, mm. like the truth is, again, like I said, yeah. if you've been doing this since the child was born, they're used to it. It's yeah. not going to yeah, be a big it's deal. Something that they know, actually. So. Yeah, it's going to be what they know. So, okay, um, uh, okay, but the, the next, like, actually, I, I'm not going to go into into details, but like, if you're concerned about your child or teen obesity, obesity then yeah. in maybe. We're not promoting keto for kids or teens. Like that's, I think that's pretty clear. But like, what would be the best way or the good way to to do it if you're concerned? I know the answer about but your like, child's your weight. Child, yeah, your child's weight. Your child's weight. Honestly, so, you know, here's here's crap. what I find funny because I agree with you. I'm mm. not pushing anybody to push kids to be keto per per se because they're growing and they're going to use the energy. Like I said, they're mm. still eating the carbs, so yes, it's affecting them. However. I'm so much more worried about young people having processed carbs than mm -hmm. vegetation carbs because I think that if you're if the only thing your kid is eating is vegetation carbs, the chance that they're going to overeat those, especially if you're giving them above the ground, it's really sure. hard. Sure, we can do it with potatoes. Sure, we can do it with carrots mm -hmm. and onions and those root vegetables. But at the same time, now it's about teaching your child to be moderate in how many times a week they let themselves have potatoes mm -hmm. or carrots, right? And I feel like this goes back to teaching my kid good practices regarding food yeah. so that they can learn to be um, independent in their food later, right? Yeah. Obviously, I want my kid to grow up to be an adult who makes good choices, right? And we're already seeing it. You know, we take our kids oh, yeah. out to the restaurant and they have the option of salad or, or fries. Yes. And it's amazing to us how much times they pick the salad. Pick the salad. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'll even give them credit that before we started doing this, they would sometimes pick the salad. Yeah. Right? Um, or want both. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember the times when they wanted both. It's, Can mm -hmm. we have the salad and get a, <laughs> and get a fries for the middle of the table? Which, which was fine. Right? But at least mm -hmm. they were having the salad. So... Yeah, it's, it's about teaching them healthy yeah. ways of eating. I, I do believe that if you force feed your kids or you force restrict your kids, 
that's more the time where you're going to end up with a kid with some kind of eating disorder than when you allow them to eat to satiety and then encourage healthy eating in your home. And if you've been encouraging healthy eating in your home from the beginning, you're going to have less problems with that. If you were one of those families that had soda, chips, cookies, and all that stuff early in their lives, well, now we're dealing with the repercussions of that, right? But you need to take responsibility for that too because I'm guessing if you had soda, cookies, chips in their lives, that because it was in your life. Hmm. You want them to take it out of their life? Guess what you need to do? You need to take it out of your life, right? Hmm. Our kids do what we do. Stop pretending that they do what Mm -hmm. we say. They do what we do. So if you are showing them the good example of eating healthy and not cheating on your diet, they will learn to eat healthy and not cheat on their diet. Yeah, def- definitely can we we can say that without even pushing keto. We never like pushed keto on them, but like yeah, you're right. Them they're making better choices. Uh, my son the other day was like, oh, I'm not gonna have that and that for dessert because that was like that that has a lot of sugar already. So. Uh, like in restaurant, like you said, he's like preferring the Caesar salad, like uh, instead of the fries with the burger. Um, so, and, and to be honest, like in one of my kids, like just just because I still cook for them, but just making smarter choices, like removing the rice, replacing with vegetables, removing like not having pasta as often. I I, I saw we saw a drop in in Gabriel, like in weight, like a, a, an amazing drop in his yeah. uh, in his waistline. So a combination of factors with your family not necessarily pushing keto on them can make a huge a huge difference like get and rid of the the pizza the fries all the time uh, the pasta all the time uh, bring them like more meat more vegetables and you'll see a, a, and I a good difference wanna, i want to add to that too i think the fact that my daughter sees me every once in a while doing a fast day hmm. actually today's going to be one of those so the fact that she sees me do that every once in a while, I feel like the other thing that it's allowed is that every once in a while she'll choose to do a low-carb day. And she'll come and tell me, oh, today I'm doing a low-carb day. Mm. And she'll, like, try to keep her number under 120. And she, like, she has a little app and she checks and she makes sure it's like, okay, mm. I'm eating this and this. And she doesn't do it all the time, you know, but she's very conscious of the fact that sugar is in things, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that she should probably know how much sugar is in what she's eating. Mm-hmm. So again, like both of our kids have had scenarios where, or all three of our kids have had scenarios where us being healthier has helped them to either think and live healthier in the case of Kyler and Jacob, or just we see the results in Gabriel, mm-hmm. right? Because of the choices we're making for him, yeah. right? So it's it's great. And I, I'm I'm encouraging all of you, if you, allow yourself to eat healthier and show the good example your kids are going to see first of all the energy you have they're going to see the weight that you possibly lose if you had some lose to some weight to lose and they're going to see that your mood is going to improve because the other thing is like it's so nice to be able to do what you want to do to be have your hormones be leveled out and stable it's amazing the impact it has on just how you feel physically and emotionally and I do feel that when we allow ourselves to eat well, then we get all the benefits. I'm going to say this out loud because I feel like a lot of times people will say, oh, I did keto, but I didn't get the result. So going back to the whole thing of the keto flu being an ongoing idea, if you are doing keto, not doing keto, doing keto, not doing keto, doing keto, not, you are not going to get the mental health benefits because your hormones need to stabilize for you to get that part. 
So if you're on, off, on, off, on, off, and then like, don't blame that on keto. That's you not doing what you're supposed to do to get the benefits that you could get from eating properly. And it frustrates me when I see people say that, oh, but I didn't get any, any mental health benefits or any mental clarity. It's probably because you weren't sticking to it, hmm. right? So I just want to say that out loud. And maybe what about but doing doing what we just like said, there's no worries really to have about uh, eating disorder or, or stuff like that with our kids. So right? if because our like household is eating healthy, and this is, you know, the, basically regardless of what kind of healthy you're eating. So insert keto, insert low carb, insert paleo, mm -hmm. insert vegetarian, insert like no matter what kind of healthy you're doing, mm -hmm. if you do that within your home, and that's the expectations within your home, according to them, then my yeah. kid walks out the door and have an eating disorder? No, mm -hmm. it doesn't work like uh -huh. that. You're teaching your yeah. child something, the same way that you teach them it's not good to steal, the same mm -hmm. way that you teach them that it's not good to hit people, and the expectation is they're gonna go out there and live their life and they're gonna make the best yeah. possible choice. If your child is having an eating disorder, first and foremost, that's usually not about food. Hmm. That's usually about self-esteem. That's usually about social pressure. That's usually about um, bullying and 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 or or negative things happening within the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if your kid has an eating disorder, you need to be looking wider than what food did we feed them. Because eating disorders are not about the food. It's how it the bad thing in their life is playing out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically, we want to give them the tools to when they don't eat at home to choose a salad or to, to choose something healthy instead of the, the fries and sauce and pizza and burgers and, and McDonald's. and. But you know, it's the flip side of the coin is you're also giving them the knowledge that eating healthy is about building your body well into the future. And I say this all the time because I really do believe in it. And so, you know, on the, on the one occasion every four months that I'm going to decide to have some kind of cake or some kind of Maybe I'm going to decide to buy some nuts and have some nuts in the house for a week. Or like on the one occasion, every few months that I decide to do that, I'm taking a conscious decision that, yes, for this little bit of time, I'm not eating healthy. It's a conscious decision. You want your kids to know if I choose to eat that, I'm taking a conscious decision right now that right now I'm feeling myself with something that's not healthy. Now, here's the thing. If I know that it's not healthy, how often am I going to do that for my, to myself? Right? I, th I think the thing that puts people in trouble is pretending like it doesn't matter. Oh, it's just one time, it doesn't matter. But then that one time, that would have been every four months if I thought it mattered, hmm. becomes once a week, week. right? Because oh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it matters, hmm. right? That's why the frequency of the times that you do something like that, you need to pay attention to. Like I said, I'm never gonna say, never have a cookie ever again, or never eat ice cream ever again, because I think that's unrealistic, mm -hmm. right? Do I see myself doing that anytime in the near future? No. But that's me, mm -hmm. right? I can't say that because that's the way I'm living my life that you have to do that. Can I say that I see myself in the near future probably having some nuts? Because that still falls inside the, the keto way of life, but hmm, higher on the carb count, so I don't do it all the time. Yeah, I see myself doing that, right? Would I do it every week? No, I've tried that. It doesn't yeah, work, <laughs> right? They're pretty so, addictive. <laughs> but this is the point, nuts. right? Like, yeah. are we allowing yeah. ourselves to be honest mm -hmm. with ourselves about what food does to us and our kids, right? Because the same way that as an adult, 
when I was at a party and my little munchkin was circling around, I made sure I didn't have more than two drinks so that she could see that mommy always stays in control. So that she could grow to be a person that understands that yes, you always stay in control of your alcohol. Why am I not doing that with food? Hmm. Right? It's just logical. Mm-hmm. Right? And so this is the thing. And as a matter of fact, today I had to cut it back to one drink because keto and bang, right? So yeah. it's like, it's like <laughs> it's you true. have to be, you have to, but, but I'm, again, what am I showing her? Yeah. Pay attention, understand your body, react to your body, not to the social that says, mm-hmm. oh, you can have four drinks. Violet. No, if I have, if I have one and a half, yeah. right? So I have to know that, right? And when she's there, I have to show her that, mm. right? So it's important. Like, <laughs> I, I really feel that keto for kids can yeah. definitely work. You can know? work. Don't, but don't but do I think it has to be keto for kids? Yeah. I don't believe that either. I think there's a progressive... Uh, diminishing yeah diminishing carbs like the, the the sweet and the sugars and like bring them okay. to eat healthier good point. don't push keto right off the bat to the kids well, I don't it, okay think no it's here's the thing that's the that's the difference hmm. if you are pregnant oh. keto right away right like you go there right away you feed them to suit the situation that you're living so going in with this like not restrictive but just vegetables that are above the ground that you know that they can eat a large amount of those without pushing themselves over and maybe trying your best to limit potatoes carrots onions and all those Mm. below the ground things if if i was doing it over that's what i would Mm. do and i wouldn't and it's not even limited because she didn't want it that's the part that drives me nuts she didn't want it i would i just listen to your kid if you put things in their mouth and it's because it's too sweet stop doing that yeah like I did that to my daughter. I'm so I like I'm so unhappy with myself that I did that to her because now she does enjoy sweet. Mm. Although she's learning that it's not the best thing in the world, she does enjoy it. Yeah. So my suggestion is if you're pregnant or your kids are still young enough that they haven't really indulged in a lot of sweet, I would start right away. But if you have children who eat the typical standard American diet, standard Canadian diet, um, then what I would suggest to you is just slowly, slowly diminish the amount of junk food you have in your house. And the way that I would suggest doing it is every time you go to the groceries, instead of buying all the things, the kids have to pick something. What are we having this week? Is it cookies? Is it ice cream? Is it chips? Pick something, right? If, if each kid picks a different thing, then that's your thing for the week. That's your thing for the week. You don't eat each other's thing. Hmm. And just let them pick something. I, I feel like over time, they're just going to get used to that. Yeah, the, 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 the junk food isn't the thing, right? But you have to show them and you have to be willing maybe to put up with a little bit of a hey, mommy, mommy in the store, mm. right? But I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. That's our job, mm. right? Our job is to do what's better for them, not to do what's going to not let them cry, mm. right? Our job is to do what's better for them. So I definitely think you can do that. And if you're talking teens... I would live by example. Just do it. Let them know what you're doing, but don't force it. I would definitely, though,